Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and our host Frank Selby. And all I can say is, Frank, there's just so much stuff going on. This is the time of the year that you just have to pick and choose, I guess. Yeah. But I know you got a lot of good stuff going on, and you've been busy. And besides that, your your real business of guiding and renting your tackle shop. Yeah. But, oh. Well, let me mention a couple things real quick. Uh, first of all, Alaska. Um, officially, it's closed, but we have a couple spots that, if anybody's interested in squeezing in, it's it's uh, almost half price cheapest uh, high-end Alaska trip you're going to find anywhere. $2,100 for five, five, five nights, four days fishing and charter cruises and all-inclusive and it's in the Ketchikan, Alaska at Salmon Falls Resort. Beautiful high-end resort. And we'll just mention it one more time in case there's some stragglers, but this is it. Uh, best thing to do is just get in touch with me and see what we can fit you in on. It, uh, if you don't go, then uh, sometimes you just can't go, but this is a no-brainer. Yeah, if you ever want to go to a high-end lodge in Alaska, this is probably about half of what you normally expect to pay. So, this is where you take your girlfriend. That, except this place you could, yeah. Yeah. Girlfriend or wives, and it's a, just a beautiful area. A lot of stuff to do besides just hanging out on the on the water, catching salmon and halibut and stuff. But anyway, give me a call. Go to my website our website, which uh, just go to fishtalkradio.com and you'll find a way to get in touch with this. There's some contact information on there somewhere. Or my name is John. John at fishtalkradio.com and if you do it in the next couple of days, we'll we'll squeeze you in. But uh, uh, hurry up. Hurry up. Anyway, um, we're, gosh, we're about out of time, Frank. But we got yeah, a lot we of, got some good guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to start off with uh, um, one that's uh, uh, in, in particular that we're going to get to learn a lot of information from. So we're going to be right back with you at uh, Fish Hunt Stock Radio. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. 
They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who was the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228 I've done it for literally thousands and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host Frank Selby, who is a uh, one of the foremost guides. Uh, he's fished with anybody important and probably taught him how to do it. Uh, he's, a, he's an expert tie flyer and has a tie shop in uh, Newport Beach, and he still does guiding. And, of course, most important of all, he's uh, posting Fish Hunt Talk Radio. But yep. we, <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Anyway, we have, uh, again, it's been a long time, Matt, is we have Matt from Mustad Hooks. And it's always so interesting because the hook, you know, it's not just a bent piece of wire with a sharp edge on it. Not anymore, it isn't. And I like to learn as much as we can because there's so much that people don't understand. I mean, you talk about the length, the size, the style, and there's so many different ones. And I'm trying to see if I can get Matt to kind of simplify it, kind of break it down. I mean, you've got hooks for marlin, and you got hooks for, uh, you know, three or four wow. inch fish, and you got flies. So, uh, can you possibly kind of group it together into what types of hooks for t- types of fishing, Matt? Yeah, totally. Well, again, thank thank you guys for having me on. It's, uh, it's been, been a few months to get to talk with you all, so appreciate it. We've been uh, we've been pretty busy over here at Mustad, and you know, as as you kind of said, yeah, we make. We make hooks for, for every variety of, of fishery as well as technique out there. You know, we're at about uh, about, about 5,000 different part numbers, you know, and for those of you guys who are familiar with the ICAST trade show, uh, I think we launched about 1,000 new products at ICAST Whoa. this year. So it's, uh, it, it's been a great year for Mustad. You know, we uh, not only are we, you know, still dedicated to the fishing space and, and providing uh, options for every type of fishing, every type of fishery, every type of customer, um, you know, but we're really we're really deviating uh, more from fishing now. You know, we had some exciting products launched oh, really? last what? year. Yeah, we had, uh, let's see, well, the kind of biggest news on the Mustad side, uh, we recently acquired a, a new brand, so we now uh, are owners of Toughline. So from, from those Tough, those Toughline? Oh, yeah, right? that's a big brand. That's a big brand, yeah, we were, uh, we were excited, I mean. Uh, Western Filament, who is the company that manufactures Toughline, um, they are a you know state-of-the-art organization, state-of-the-art facility, um, and we now own uh, Toughline as as the fishing portion of that. Company. Wow, good so idea! For those of you who fish braid, you've probably fished Toughline at some point in your life. So um, that was definitely some exciting news coming around yeah. ICAST this year. Um, after that, you know, we're we're kind of deviating a little bit more to, to than just being a hook brand. You know, we have a lot of uh, what you'd call slow fall or vertical jigs. So um, oh. these are products that that are used in the saltwater market. Oh, um, kind of like butterfly like butterfly jigs or yeah, yeah. It, it, like butterfly jigs, you know, they're basically uh, you know colored pieces of lead, and obviously they're they're oh. coming with our our uh, our hooks, you know, and our uh, what we call our J assist rig. So it's basically mm-hmm. the uh, the type of hook application that you'd use for vertical jigging, um, which we we've been selling those as an aftermarket piece for a number of years, and figured it was time to uh, to get in the game here and, and start making our own vertical jigs. Mm-hmm. Kind of within that same family, one of the most exciting products that came out of ICAST this year is this super lifelike, realistic octopus jig. Um, we call it the incubator system. So it's a, uh, a lifelike baby octopus that comes in a few different weight ranges, several different colors. Um, and the coolest thing about this is it comes with uh, ink tablets that go in the head, oh. and they dissolve a non-toxic water-soluble 
uh, ink into the water it's column like the real thing. for about 10 minutes wow. uh, to stimulate those fish bites. So That's interesting. It's pretty, pretty cool. Well, a couple of quick comments. First of all, yeah. uh, you can spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on rods and reels and line. Yep. But what's the single most important part of your gear? No, always, always, always going to be the hook. Yeah. The hook is no land of the fish. Yeah. And the other, the other comment is that you guys, you guys take it serious. I mean, you actually start with the wire and do everything yourself to your standards. You don't, uh, uh, you know, buy this and that and bend it a few times and put your name on it. It is. Uh, it, you've got complete control over every part of the process. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we've been we've been doing it that way since 1877. You know, we oh. uh, we own every single step in our in our supply chain and our production facility, uh, which not a lot of other brands can. You know, let alone brands in the fishing space. You know, not a lot of brands can can have that as their claim to fame. You know, mm-hmm. we also we as in Mustad also uh, we really invented all the modern day hook bending machines that are on the market. Those were all invented by one of our engineers back in like 1899. Whoa. Are, are still used across the industry to this day. So, um, you know, we've had a lot of a lot of smart people work at Mustad and, and help to, to drive this brand forward. So, it's uh, it's exciting for sure. Well, if there is one company that manufactures more hooks in the world than anybody, who would it be? Oh, that would be us by a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> we, we make six million hooks a day. Whoa! Let's put that into perspective a little bit. Wow. It's, uh, pretty incredible 90 percent of every every uh, hook sold in the in the world is a must add hook well you you're headquartered in portland do you have any fabrication there uh nope nope i'm, I'm actually the only must add employee located here in portland yeah we have uh, we have a production facility in norway in china in the dominican republic um and our u.s office is actually based in miami florida so mm-hmm. they have the the close proximity to uh, working with our team there in the dominican well i don't know if we have time yeah. to get into it too much right now but sure. hooks can be a little confusing you read and it says odd single lot double lot and then you've got yeah. the shank size and the in the design can you just give some basic principles of yeah. what what these things mean yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, hook hook sizes can range from uh, from extremely small. You know, what what we would use for like jewelry fly fishing. You know, some size twenties, size twenty twos. Um, so basically, the the hooks start on the small range at the higher numbers. So your twenties would be very small. Then you go to eighteens, sixteens, fourteens. Now, when you start getting to the low numbers, when you start getting to two and then one, it transitions to what you call one odd. So if mm-hmm. you're at a catalog or online, that would be the one. So, so one is out. smaller than a one odd, and then you go the opposite direction. Correct. So and you go the opposite way. You go up to maybe, maybe, maybe a, a, a ten odd or something you'd use for marlin. Excuse me? A ten odd something that you'd be using for marlin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could use 10 offs for Marlin, 10, 11, 12 offs. Those are all pretty popular. You know, here in the Northwest, guys are mm-hmm. using our, you know, 14, 16 off hooks for the big halibut mm-hmm. up in uh, Washington and Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, we even make we even make some hooks in the 24 and 26 yeah, off range, the other, which uh, Noah uses for catching and tagging great white sharks. I'll be darned. The other thing yeah. is the, the distance from the tip to the shank. Yep. What does that mean? And, of course, different types of hooks, like a circle hook, where yep. it bends back in towards the shank. You don't have much much, uh, uh, much of a distance. But yep. can you yep. just comment yep. on what that means? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that distance is called the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, will, that will apply to a couple of things. That can apply to, uh, you know, that, that can help benefit not only depending on what you're using for bait, but also for the application of the hook. You know, you mentioned uh, a circle hook. Now, the circle hooks you actually don't set the hook on. So with a circle hook, the fish takes that bait and runs with it, and the tension of the line basically rotates that hook into the corner of the fish's mouth. So really on a circle hook, you can have a smaller gap because all you're trying to do is just have that hook rotate around the fish's mouth and get in the and jaw. just lodge right in the corner. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you don't set the hook on circle hooks. That is correct. You do not set the hook on circle just, hooks. Just start, let, make, make, let, them, let them run a little bit and then just start winding. 
Yeah, it's a, it's, you know, circle hooks are a great application if you're if you're fishing a scenario where you're uh, you know putting rod in a rod holder or something like that. You know, something where you're not actively holding the rod and mm-hmm. actively trying to fish it. You know, if you have the rod sitting rod holder, you wait till that thing goes tight and you start retrieving it. Well, once it's set, you very rarely lose a fish on it because it's not you're not going to pull it through its uh, bone or mouth or anything where you can get loose. Once that's hooked in the jaw, it stays there. Yeah, that's correct. And then all, and also with the circle hooks, you know, um, it, it has, they have very, very low fatality rates. So yeah. we're actually that's, Yeah, that's what you, for, yeah. Ca- for catch and release. Anyway, correct. we are we are about out of time, but I'd like, yeah. to sp- I'd like to spend a lot of time about, uh, about what all these different things mean to different people and what type of hook to use where. Uh, yeah, so, but I don't think we're gonna have time to get into that now. But you know, uh, I'm always I'm always happy to come back on air. Maybe next time we could uh, talk to some of the West Coast folks about some of the exciting products coming out here. We got a big coho salmon return. Wow. We're uh, we're about to experience here. So we're, okay, we're gearing up and we're we're ready to rock and roll. Sounds good. We appreciate that very yeah. much, Mag. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, we're gonna make an effort to try and get you on more frequent because we like interesting things and we like people to learn. And I know I got a lot to learn. Thank you, buddy. You're listening to. Fish on Talk Radio. Fish on! That's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and on Fish. What is that puppy dog doing here? <laughs> Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And we have, uh, uh, of course, our host Frank is going to be taking care of most of this segment because Kesley uh, Gallagher, who's Frank's been bragging on for the last couple of weeks or months at least, oh, guess who I got? Guess who I got? Well, Frank, you got her, and it's all oh, yours, buddy. It's all yours, buddy. I- 
I'm proud to, to introduce Kesley. She has, in 2018, she was world champion tarpon fishing, women's tarpon fishing. She holds 10 line class records and two pending. Am I right so far? Yes, you got it right. Yeah. And I only got to meet her a, a, a few weeks back, but we both know about 30 of our friends, are bo both of our friends, so it was really neat. Uh, uh, where's your favorite place to fish, Kessley? I, um, I, I, I mean, I, I fly fish all over the place, so quite honestly, it's the place I'm fishing. I love fishing um, here in California on the coast for Corvina. I love going to the Florida Keys for tarpon. I love going to Belize for permit and tarpon. And, of course, North Andros for bonefish and, of course, Oahu. So it doesn't really matter so long as I'm pursuing something, pursuing a big fish. You know, wherever I am, I love being there. The hardest place to catch a bonefish is in Huntington Harbor. <laughs> I would I would say actually I would still put Oahu at the top of that list. Um, you know the triangle right outside the airport. Those were some of the yeah. toughest toughest bonefish days I've ever had. But you're like me. You got a friend that can get you on the base. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the way to go. But that doesn't make yeah. the fishing any easier. <laughs> it does. Oh, uh, no. More opportunity, yeah, but it doesn't make it well, any easier. Well, if you, if you listen to God, you will hook up. Okay. Am I wrong or am I right? <laughs> well, he certainly does talk to you when you're on the flats. I mean, with all the beautiful <laughs> visions and the fish themselves, he's always there. Yeah. So uh, do you have a website or anything or a, uh, well, what do they call um, I actually, um, I'm my social media sites are my website, so to speak. Yeah. So um, if you go to Instagram, I'm under Steely Chick, S T E E L I E C H I C K, and of course I'm under Kesley Gallagher on Facebook. So it's just how I keep everyone up to date about what I'm doing. I have written articles, and of course you saw me presenting on the Southern California circuit uh, for the Fly Fishing Club. Yeah, I used to be on that. That's too much trouble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was a lot of work. And my boss at Amgen said, are you ever going to come back? So it was it was a, it was fun, though, meeting all these people in different viewpoints of about fly fishing and, you know, the interest out there to, you know, improve and expand the sport. Yes, and that's what I really like to get women. I call all ladies girls, and I apologize to all women out there listening. But I love to fish with girls more than I do with men. They listen more, and they will tell you exactly what they think when they think it. And I love that about women. Uh, I guess it's refreshing. Kessie, this, this. <laughs> and she is so sweet. I invited her and a friend of ours to go fishing for yellowtail and calico bass at Horseshoe Kelps in Long Beach. And she said she would. So everybody on the air, if she does it, for the next three weeks, you're going to hear me griping if she doesn't contact me. <laughs> uh, you know, I, yes, go ahead. Kessie, this Sorry. is John. A uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, Frank uh, is a fly angler for sure, ties his own flies, but Frank likes to catch fish, and I know that on occasion he may use conventional gear depending on the situation, but mm -hmm. uh, what about you? Are you a purist where you fish only with a fly, or you just try and do what works best? Usually, almost any type of fishing, the fly works best, but give us an idea about your thoughts. Well, um... It's funny you should ask that. I've been on redfish flats in Mosquito Lagoon, which is pretty difficult. And I have outfished people who are using conventional gear. So for me, I just stick with the fly because I know it's not going to disappoint me. But there are situations, say, for striper on the flats in Maine, where we've had to use a popper on conventional gear to bring the fish closer to the boat. Um, so you can work in tandem, and of course, if it's a big billfish, you you need to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's definitely 
I haven't really picked up a conventional rod in years. So I am, you could say a purist, but if there's, if you're going to have to catch fish in some situations, you have to go to conventional. Mm-hmm. And like, like you mentioned, some, fish, I haven't found a fish I couldn't catch on a fly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You might catch fewer, but, but you can, they can be caught. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is what he's talking about. A lot of times I do the children's homes and stuff like that, or I'm with a group that none of them fly fish and we have three or four people on the boat. I will drop a rod over the side, <laughs> but nine, nine, nine tenths of the time I'm fly fishing. Even yep. I won the bet. Two years ago, up in Alaska, they said I couldn't catch a no, halibut. No, I, I on said the fly. that Frank. Frank said he wanted to catch a halibut on the fly. And I said, Frank, if anybody can do it, I'm sure it's going to be you. But you don't fly fish for halibut. I do. Well, Frank, I do. Frank, Frank, I do. Frank got his halibut. <laughs> in Alaska, that's tough. I mean, I catch halibut off Long Beach all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's it's fairly easy. Well, generally they're on the bottom, so it's uh, yeah. You, know, you got to yeah. get to where they are. Yeah, and, absolutely. And also, halibut normally follow a scent, and they're looking for bait. Mm-hmm. And that's not a fly. Yeah. I don't but know. I got to a halibut, they'll hit it. Yeah. Yes. They yes, lay and exactly. wait for something to come by them. You can actually watch them in the surf. See them when the fly goes by them, you see this puff, and they're, they're on. Mm. Yeah. And it's great when they're, like, I don't know, in California, the California halibut will chase bait, and they'll boil. And you'll see them fly through the water like a pancake, and you just cast at the boil, and they're, they're going to be on fairly quickly. Yeah, you can see them out to 50, 60 feet of water chasing anchovies uh, on the top. Yep, yep. I've only caught two on the top. <laughs> uh, well, what? a couple more questions. Uh, sure. Who's your favorite guide? Oh, boy, I'm putting you in a bad spot. Who's the (laughs) top three that you love to fish with? Well, um, obviously, one of them is my my guide in the Keys who, you know, guided me to that championship last year, Luis Cortez. Um, He's actually a firefighter most of the time, but he's a guide. He grew up in the Keys, so he's got fantastic local knowledge of both the ocean and the glades. So if you want snook, tarpon, permit, he's your guy. And we've just spent days together on board, and the fact that he can put up with me for that long <laughs> makes him probably an exceptional, not only guide, but a human being. And another favorite of mine is Eric Wallace. He guides for Striper up in Maine, and that's yeah. on the flats. So it's a different type of fishing, but you know, anytime you can get a Striper chasing, on the flats and you can see them it's it's well worth the trip and of course another one out here in southern california is vaughn podmore uh he can really put you on fish out there in catalina and you know i love i love chasing uh yellowtail with him when the season's in so yeah vaughn and me have been friends since he walked in my shop 30 years ago and wanted to learn Mm -hmm. we've fished together for a lot of years (laughs) <laughs> he taught me quite a bit about um, the pelagics and especially calico bass and yellowtail. Yeah. So it was a great, it was a great time. Yeah, Vaughn, uh, he'll do both more than anybody, I think. He takes mm-hmm. a conventional or fly, but he's one, in my opinion, he's one of the best down in our area. There's three I really like, and Vaughn is top of the scale. Absolutely. So. And uh, so uh, you're so are you fishing up my Ventura once in a while for the big uh, red tail? Um, I, close to Ventura though. We're we're this time of year we're searching for Corbina. The tide this weekend um, it's going to be very low in the morning. So this is That's when good. you know when I start looking for Corbina probably the end of June through July and August. And I try to target those early morning low tides so that I can actually see the fish pushing in. Um, and, of course, there are less surfers on the beach to catch, so you have a lot of the beach to yourself. But um, that's what I'm targeting now. And, like, last weekend I saw a lot of leopard sharks in the surf, and I thought, you know, it would be fun to go for those as well. You know, take a bright uh, red fly and a nine weight with a wire leader, and you know, there you go. It's something I've never accomplished, but something I always wanted to do is get a leopard shark on fly. 
Yeah, you don't need a wire leader. Okay. Maybe just heavy tip it, like a 100-pound yeah. bite? Nah. No? <laughs> I, 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 you, you come down here in September, I'll have you hooked up three or four times in less than an hour. I I'm have on. a special fly that works really good. I guarantee okay. it. <laughs> well, Scott and I will be up for that. That sounds great. We might run over to Catalina at that time and uh, fish them right off the, uh, by the little island. There's uh -huh. a spot, there's thousands of them in there, and there's usually a few uh, young makos swimming with them, and you can count them by the thousand, not hmm. by oh, 10 wow. or 12. Hmm. Wow. And I will take you to two secret spots, but I'm blindfolded in you. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, Frank, uh, on, that, on, on, that, on that note, we're going to have to uh, let Kelsey go. Uh, Kesley. Ke yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. Kesley. We're going to have to let Kesley get back to work. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, tune us in. Go to the website, fishtalkradio.com, and listen to it as many times as you want. And we'll be right back with you. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back -back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 a full-service fly shop, His and Her Fly Fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google His and Her Fly Fishing. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. And uh, here always. Frank, we've, and got, we've got a special guest today. Who's that, Frank? John. John Spar. Bob Spar. Bob, I know I'm John. It's Bob, Bob Spar. 
<laughs> Frank. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we... Anyway, uh, first thing I'd like you to do is get out your website so everybody can know where you're at and where you've been on before you know the routine. Yeah, my website's uh, bobspar.com, and that's S-P-A-R-R-E. So B Spar S P A R R E B Spar Bob Spar yeah, yeah Bob Spar Oh it is Bob Bob Spar yep. Okay I've got something different down here Oh there it is another one Bob Spar dot com S P A R R E All righty and uh, let's see if we can give people a reason to want to get in touch with you uh, yeah. Bob would you kind of give us an idea of where you are and what you do So right now uh, we're fishing around Sacramento. And I fished down in the bay and then all the way up above Chico on the sack and then the American in the feather. So right now, because it's salmon time, that's what uh, we're doing. You know, with shad season just is winding down, and that was really, really good this year. It was, it was a lot of fun. So salmon are just starting to trickle in, so we're not fishing every day yet. But here probably within two or three weeks we will be. So you got a few openings for them, right? Yeah, right now we have lots of openings because everybody's waiting for me to say it's time to go. I always like to go when there's only a few in the river because the less boats on the river, the more fun I have. Even if I only catch one, I'm more happy than be with 50 boats and catch five. Well, I would have to agree with about the crowds. I do not like crowds at all. But we have such a large system here with the Sacramento Valley that, you know, I avoid crowds almost at all costs because they have to go through all the sections to get where they're going. So I find areas that we can still catch a lot of fish and not yeah. be crowded with. Well, the other the other part of it, stuff. Bob, is is Frank is a is a fly angler, and you can't go shoulder to shoulder and have any success doing that. No, you can't. Makes it really tough. Yeah, but I like tough. The harder it is, the more gratification I get when I get them. Uh, Barb, you've got a list of, you mentioned some of the different fish that you go after. Could we kind of go over those one at a time? Uh, sure. You've got, uh, well, first of all, salmon, that would be the silvers, I assume. No, it's all kings. Oh, it is? Yep. We oh. only have kings in our valley rivers. Oh. California, you can't keep a silver. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah. kings, in the, and do they get any size? Uh, no, not right now. I mean, they're, you know, out in the ocean, they're getting them anywhere from about 10 pounds to 20 pounds, but we're waiting for them to show up in the river. You know, they average when they get in the river anywhere from about 12 to 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, we'll get them bigger, you know, at 30, 40 pounds every once in a while, but that's after catching a lot of fish. Oh, yeah. A 12-pound salmon is a lot of steaks or a lot of fillets. Oh, it is. They do taste good, and they're fun to catch. Yep. And then uh, you also, we, I think most people know about that. Um, and then stripers, you've got uh, those are what, in the delta mostly? No, with, well, they, they come up through the ocean into the delta, and then after the delta, they come up the river to spawn. So they'll come up to Sacramento, mm-hmm. and they'll come up the Feather River and the Yuba River to spawn. So that typically happens in the springtime. And we always have some striper that we can catch, but, mm-hmm. you know, most of them come up in the spring, they spawn, and they turn around, they go back through the delta mm-hmm. into the ocean. Okay, now stripers for striped bass is, uh, first of all, they're a lot of fun to catch, uh, and they also are very tasty fish on the table. Um, And then you mentioned steelhead, which I assume you probably don't keep too many of those, right? What's what's the what's the? No, we don't keep too many steelhead. They, you know, they're not as plentiful as our other fish. But they're good to eat. They're, you can keep some hatchery fish. Okay. So depending on what river you're fishing, there you mm-hmm. can keep one or two fish mm-hmm. and if then, they're hatchery. And then you mentioned sturgeon. Now, that's an interesting fish. Sturgeon, um, yeah, they're they, a lot of fun to catch. Well, they, they oh. are. They Well, it's not like they get up in the water and run. I mean, they'll, they'll come up and roll around a few times. But, you know, they can get a pretty good size in there. I assume, what's the slot limit for sturgeon where you are? Oh. So we have a slot limit here um, in California, 40 to 60 inches. That's all that's yeah. on the fork of the tail to the nose. So it's not total length, it's mm-hmm. the fork of the nose. So mm-hmm. got to make sure that you know those regulations. But, yeah, that's a good size sturgeon. You get a lot of meat off one of those fish. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, the sturgeon is, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not a catfish. Uh, the meat on a sturgeon is firm. It's white. Uh, it's kind of like lobster. Correct. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a very firm meat. And there's no bones. 
Yeah, yeah, just cartilage, yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, and then we're going to move to shad. I've never gone after shad. I'm not sure why people do. How big do they get? Uh, they average about one and a half to four and a half pounds. Occasionally, you'll get one a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but Five. they are super fun to catch. That's why everybody oh. likes shadfish. Mm. They have a forked tail, kind of like a tuna, and so they can fight really good. And we use ultralight gear, six-pound test, and... You know, in an evening, usually that's the best time to catch them. Mm-hmm. We'll go out from about 4 o'clock to dark, and you can catch 40 to 60, 70 fish. <laughs> so there's a lot of action. Kids love it. Adults yeah. love it. People that have never caught a fish love it. So well, fish, it's a good way to introduce people into fishing. I, fi- fishing is but great. one thing about shad, don't jerk too hard. All you have is a set of lips. Yeah. <laughs> they do have a very soft mouth. Yeah. you gotta, you got you got to play them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you mentioned kokanee, um, which is, uh, well, it's a, it's a red, but uh, uh, tell us a little bit about those. Well, the kokanee in our lakes, they plant them in many different lakes around, oh. uh, you know, in the foothills. And then, you know, Berryessa has them also, which towards the coast a little bit. And, uh, you know, we troll with downriggers. And, uh, you know, they're small fish, you know, good good ones 15 16 inches mm-hmm. but they're really tasty fish to eat oh yeah the red but red they, there's nothing that tastes as good as those that deep, red meat and it's uh um even yep. more flavorful than a king i think yep yeah but the best to do with them is smoke them that's the oh, best yeah. smoke you'll ever smoke have very mm-hmm. good yeah mm-hmm. i do like to smoke yeah. them myself yeah yes yeah. just, just or you just air, sugar air, brown, air. brown uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I use brown sugar and syrup and yeah. a little bit of salt. And yeah, uh, you know, uh, I or, use a little bit of rock salt. Yeah, or you can you can just air dry them, just like the Eskimos do. Yep. Mm. And then and then you mentioned trout, and I suppose you know there are trout everywhere, but I should probably go farther north for those, don't you? Well, we do more of the trout in the lakes. You know, we can fish on the Sacramento up by Redding for trout, and mm-hmm. you know that's a very popular area, but. For me, myself, I like to fish the lakes for them. Mm-hmm. So we can okay. troll for them at, like, Folsom Lake and, you know, now, in Berryessa. Tell, tell us, you're, you're a guide, but tell us about your operation. Do you have a lodge that you put people in, or do you just uh, do you work for um, an outfitter? Or tell you us an idea yeah. about your operation. No, I've been doing it um, on my own for 31 years. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't put anybody in a lodge because right here in the valley where we're at, we can be flexible on where we fish, depending on where the fish are at. So I just tell people where the motel, a couple days before the trip, where we're going to meet, where the best fishing is. And that way we can stay on top of the fish for, you know, longer periods of time. If you were to have a boat that was, you know, in a marina, then you'd be stuck fishing one location. And these fish are migratory, so you got to stay on top of them. Yeah. So we, you know, we sometimes will go drive two hours to get to the best bite. And other times, you know, they're right in our backyard five minutes away. Yeah. And but you do tell them a couple of nice hotels to stay in or whatever. Yeah. Got a whole list and, of nice hotels to stay at, and you know, it's fairly easy to, yeah. to get a room, so that's not an issue. I keep threatening to come up every couple of months when I talk to you, but I think the, the best time is coming up here in about two weeks. Maybe that you'll get the he- more heavy run of the yeah, salmon. Two to three weeks, we're going to start seeing numbers of fish where I feel comfortable taking people out. You know, I don't like taking people for a boat ride. I want them to. I want to catch some fish, so that's what we do. We'll just hold off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and that's what makes you up on the top end of the people, because you don't tell them come on when there's no fish in the river, and I respect that. Yeah, you know, doing this for 31 years, you know, you want your goal is to get repeat clients. And if you just tell them all the time it's always good, yeah, they won't keep coming out with you because yeah. it's not always good. Yeah. yeah good. You promised last time you promised to call me when the shad were in heavy. You did not call me. Next year you better call me or I'm going to come up there and scream at you. Will okay. do. Yeah, this year was actually a, an excellent year because we had a lot of high water. And when we have high water, it's cold water. And it 
just drove a lot of shad into the American River, which was an extremely good year. Uh, Bob, Bumper crop. Huh? Bob, we're getting a little Bumper. short on time. Is there any tips on any of these species that we mentioned that you might want to mention to people about uh, the method of catching, say, stripers or, uh, um, uh, well, actually, uh, sturgeon? Well, you know, a couple tips for that is, you know, sturgeon, you just got to be very patient. Um, you got to locate them first. A lot of times, you know, you got to spend an hour or two finding them and then anchor. And you just don't go and drop anchor anywhere because they're only in 10% of the water. So mm-hmm. that's what I recommend with sturgeon. And then with, with stripers, again, locate them first. Try mm-hmm. to locate a big school of them. Don't try to find one or two. Oh, okay. We're looking for hundreds. Well, on sturgeon, from what I understand, is they tend to uh, like the deep uh, holes, and then they'll come up the side of the pole and eat right off around the rim. So what mm. you want to do is fish off the edge of the holes. Does that sound right? No, not actually. Actually, I do a lot of just the opposite. I fish in super shallow water, like three to four feet for sturgeon. Mm-hmm. They come into some clam beds that oh. I know where they're at, mm-hmm. and and when we when they're in that shallow water, they're in there feeding for a reason. So. Okay. Yeah, All right. well, I, we do fish deep holes, too, but okay. shallow water is my favorite. All right. Well, that's, on that, we're going to have to let you go. Unfortunately, okay, well, we really appreciate you coming on. And, Bob, you're very interesting, and we learn a lot, and we always do that. So your part of the world is a great place to go. They want to get in touch with you. Uh, they got your website. That's Bob's Bar. And uh, we'll, <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website and listen to us as many times as you want. And I think you can still go to uh, uh, Snowbee. Uh, when you place the order, put Fish Talk Radio and get 20% off. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who was the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Fish on! It's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan Fishing Getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Selby. Frank's joining in. I'm right and, here. And we have the original. Anybody that's been fishing for any time at all knows the name of Procure. Oh. I don't know if they were the first on the market, but by far and away the biggest, hugest. Uh, how many tons of fish do you process in a month to get the scent? Well, quite a few. I mean, uh, they're grinding, uh, oh, anywhere from, you know, 3,000 pounds a day up to uh, 20. Yeah, now that's big. And you actually use real fresh uh, fish to make your fish scent. You grind them up or whatever you do and then put different things with them, and then uh, you use them as fish attractors, and it works. And the reason you're so big, been around for so long, is that it really works. Uh, I think some fish it works better on than others. No one in Alaska goes uh, puts a line down without having some, uh, some they call it, uh, but up there they call it butt juice for halibut. <laughs> But uh, it works, and everybody uses it. And then there's other different species that it works very well on. But it really works pretty much for, for anything. And th- this, is, this is the guy you want to talk to. Yeah, yeah we're well, trying to find 48 different baits from across the U.S. Mm-hmm. and then grinding them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and we make species-specific. I mean, we make a calico cocktail for the Southern California uh, cocktail bass. Oh. And... Uh, uh, you know, and then we do a lady fish for the guys in Florida. So yeah, there's, you know, we'll we'll if there's bait out there that we can legally harvest mm-hmm. uh, for a specific fishery. Uh, we, we will uh, buy it, grind it up, and sell it back to that market. Well, you know, they're just talking about fish for just a second, uh, especially when you're fishing deep. There's no light down there. Now, fish, uh, you know, they don't use the same white light that we do, so they can see better than we do. But you know, it, it's, it, they go more from the olfactory uh, to find their bait. Is that right? Correct. Correct. And we're putting UV in everything we, we process. So that takes the light from the sky and transfers it down to your bait. And, and it'll, even in the salt water, uh, they say the UV actually travels further than in fresh water. So it's mm-hmm. about 280 feet oh. deep, according Before, to some of the reports I've read, wow. uh, in the salt water, and about 230 feet in fresh. Wow. But, uh, so but it's, even on a cloudy day, I tell yeah. you, that light in the sky will it transfers down to your bait, and it really makes a difference. And that's what the UV is in the bait for. Correct, yes. Mm. Hmm. And then the other thing need a we lot have of bait is the bite stimulants, which just triggers the fish to feed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but other than that, the anchovy is pure anchovy, right? I mean, no no oatmeal fillers or anything like that. It's just head, tail, and everything in between ground up. So all you got to do is uh, uh, put it in a pot and make some fish, too. There you go. <laughs> uh, we are not inspected by the, the federal government, so it is not for human consumption. But a lot of the baits coming in are food grade uh-huh. when they hit our factory. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, it, it's just amazing. And you do all of this out of Portland, right? Uh, Salem, Oregon. Oh, so Salem. Well, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I'd like to get out there sometime and see your facility. I mean, when you're talking about that kind of volume, um, what's it smell like in the factory? Uh, well, there's that's the problem. Uh, it does get into your skin. If you spend any time in the factory, uh, when you climb in your car at the end of the day and close the door, you know you've been somewhere. Yeah, uh, fishy. Uh, it just, the aroma takes over the car very quickly. So mm-hmm. we have showers uh, on site, and the guys usually shower before they... Uh, and change clothes before they go home for the end of the day. All right. Well, it looks like, uh, gosh, it looks like we're out of time. Um, yeah, we've got about uh, 10 seconds. Anyway, um, we would like to thank Steve Lynch from Procure. And Pro, it's uh, Procure, what is it, Procure.com? What's your website? Yeah, Pro-Cure, Pro-Cure.com. Pro, yeah, Pro-Cure.com. And yep. uh, just get in touch and find out what you're going to go fishing for and whatever you go, whatever you're doing, they got it for you. Thank you a lot, Steve. We appreciate that. We'll try and get you back in. Hey, great, guys. You're listening to, listening to <coughs> Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website. Listen as many times as you want. Uh, one quick last thing. We mentioned Alaska. If you want to get in, you have to do it right now. And that was uh, Salmon Falls. Go to the website under Real Fun Adventures. Thanks for tuning in.